Welcome back to Grace Point Go, Grace Point's podcast where you can listen to conversations and interviews and devotionals all on the go. Welcome once again to Grace Point Go, the uh, app, the or I should say the uh, podcast from Grace Point Church. Glad to have you with me today. Uh, my name's Steve Young. I'm one of the pastors here on staff at Grace Point, and just want to share. Uh, we're doing some things out of the Psalms, uh, favorite Psalms, and one of my favorites is Psalm 121. I'm going to read it in a second, but first, uh, you know, I want you to think about a journey. Maybe you're currently on a journey. Maybe you're heading overseas or you're heading to uh, somebody's wedding or uh, just someplace you have in mind that you're going to go. Or maybe just think of one, uh, some journey you've taken recently or, or a favorite journey in the past. You know, I, I've always loved the imagery of a journey. Uh, because I like, I'm married to a flight attendant, so we get to go a lot of places um, because of uh, our flight benefits. So I like thinking about going places, and I imagine myself being there, and I imagine the trips. And you know what? We always think kind of, kind of uh, when we think back on journeys, we we think of how wonderful those were. But if we really think about those journeys, and uh, we think about the in-between times, the time from when we left to the time when we got someplace, it wasn't always that great. Either screaming kids or uh, a flight didn't work out or maybe we're just going from home to work and there's an accident and we're backed up by miles uh, or some other kind of journey in our life like Maybe the journey of hearing some difficult news from a doctor and they're doing some testing and you're awaiting results. And I had one guy here at church say to me uh, quite some time ago, you know, I don't mind whatever the result is. I can deal with that. What I can't deal with is not knowing. And that, that's, that in-between time is often <laughs> a bit of a struggle for us. Uh, one of the things we see in Scripture is a number of journeys. Certainly in the New Testament, we see Jesus journeying throughout uh, Palestine as he preached and he taught. We saw the disciples after Jesus was resurrected, how they went out on mission and began to journey. Obviously, Paul, the Apostle Paul's writings are full of multiple journeys. We remember the, uh, the Exodus journey, uh, the Hebrew people out of uh, out of Egypt, journeying towards the Promised Land, and they got stuck in between because of their struggle uh, of being faithful. So uh, that in-between time is is a bit of a challenge. So I, I do want to draw our attention to uh, that uh, the a portion of uh, Psalms which is actually the Hebrew people on a journey. About three times a year, some of the real faithful Hebrew folks, or at least representatives from their families, would journey to some of the festivals back in Jerusalem. Um, for you know, because they didn't all live in Jerusalem. Some of them lived in the outskirts, a little quite a ways away from Jerusalem. Uh, and they would journey back, and often the language of scriptures, they would journey up 
to Jerusalem. And when we when we say up, we're especially here in Minnesota, we think up north. Um, well, it wasn't necessarily north for every one of them. Uh, what up meant is up to the walls of Jerusalem. Kind of Jerusalem was kind of perched up. So as they would come up, they would have to their eyes would lift towards Jerusalem. Uh, so that's what it's meant by a journeying up to Jerusalem. And Psalms 120 through 134 are what's referred to as the Psalms of Ascent. So they are going, they are sending, uh, it's the Hebrew people on a journey back to Jerusalem for one of the feasts or festivals, and they would be ascending up into Jerusalem. Uh, Eugene Peterson actually uh, has a wonderful book, if any of you are interested in uh, kind of thinking more about these Psalms of Ascent, which are beautiful. Um, He's got a wonderful book called A Long Obedience in the Same Direction. That's Eugene Peterson, A Long Obedience in the Same Direction, in which he kind of uh, unpacks each of these Psalms, Psalms 120 through 134. Uh, in, in his book on uh, Psalm 121, uh, Peterson tells a story about um, uh, trying to take the blade off of one of his lawnmowers. And he turned the lawnmower off, he got the correct wrench, and he just started tugging and pulling, and he just couldn't get that nut off in order to pull off the blade and put a new one on or to sharpen the blade. And he got a rock, and he was hammering on that wrench, anything he could do to loosen it up. And all of a sudden, a neighbor comes walking up, and he said, you know, I used to have a mower similar to that, and if I can remember right... The nut, the the threads uh, go the other direction, so you have to turn the nut in the opposite direction. And of course, as soon as he did that, it loosened right up. Um, sometimes we have a kind of a wrong perspective. We, you know, Peterson, of course, thought he was right trying to turn the nut the normal way until he found out that he was actually doing it the wrong way. And every once in a while in our Christian lives, we, we find ourselves having kind of a, a wrong perspective or a skewed perspective. Uh, and one of those, is, uh, those perspectives is that things are supposed to go right in our lives. I mean, after all, we've got God on our side, so we should expect good things and we shouldn't have problems. We shouldn't have challenges. Now, of course, I don't think any of us really think that, but kind of in our gut, when something goes awry, whether it's something really little like a traffic jam and I'm late for work or some significant uh, event in a health situation or or losing a loved one or, or anything like that, there's just this little bit bit in us that's unsettled in part because we're like, why? Why did that happen to me? I, I mean, I'm, I'm f- trying to follow Jesus. Why isn't everything right? And this particular psalm kind of begs some of that question from the psalmist. And remember, this, these psalms were basically songs that were sung as these pilgrims would be journeying from the outskirts up to 
Jerusalem. So they were on a journey just like we are. Let me read Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Many of you could almost quote this. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber or sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. Well, one of the things this psalm points to, and it's it, it, it would have been something on the journey because any journey can be tiring. Any journey can have its problems or have its issues. And so one of the things that, uh, that this psalm points to is what are some of the dangers along the way. I want to read just one little portion from Eugene Peterson's A Long, direction, uh, a long Obedience in the Same Direction um, for you as he talks about some of these dangers for these travelers going to Jerusalem. Three possibilities for harm to travelers are referred to in this Psalm 121. A person traveling on foot can at any moment step on a loose stone and sprain his ankle. A person traveling on foot under protracted exposure to hot sun can become faint with sunstroke. And a person traveling for a long distance on foot under the pressures of fatigue and anxiety can become emotionally ill, which was described by ancient writers as moonstroke or by us as lunacy. You get it? Lunar, moon, moonstroke. Uh, so these were some potential issues in traveling. Uh, well, we can certainly update the list of dangers from our kinds of journeys. Uh, provisions for the law and order can break down with, dis- with, uh, with dismaying ease. A crazed person with a handgun or piece of explosive can turn the computerized travel plans of 300 air passengers in- into instant anarchy. Disease can break through our pharmaceutical defenses and invade our bodies with crippling pain and death. An accident in an automobile from a stepladder, I I can relate to that one, uh, on an athletic field can without warning interrupt our carefully laid plans. We take precautions by learning safety rules, fastening our seatbelts, and taking taking out insurance policies, but we cannot guarantee security. Well, this kind of confuses us a little bit when we read this psalm, uh, because we, the psalm talks about uh, the Lord will not, or he will, Lord will not let your foot slip. He, he who watches over you will not slumber. Uh, he watches over you so that you, he gives you shade by, uh, during the day and keeps you from harm at night, uh, keeps you from going crazy at night, uh, and all the other ways that God wants to protect us. That's what this passage seems like it's saying. It, it speaks to that gut piece of us that says things shouldn't go wrong. I'm a God follower. 
Well, one of the things we need to understand that this psalm is actually saying is that there is, that yes, of course, we know by experience that things are going to happen to us. Things happen to the disciples. Most of them were martyred. Uh, Paul talks about being beaten over and over again. Uh, So we know by experience that things do happen. The intent of the psalm isn't to tell us that nothing bad is going to happen and to set our expectations uh, in that way. Instead, what the psalm is indicating, what what the writer is stating as he's going through these challenges, is the Lord is with me. The Lord is watching over me. In other words, meaning there is not one of those things that can over come me. There's not one of those things that can ultimately defeat me. And even if death becomes uh, the outcome of one of those problems, it still doesn't defeat us because we look to a time of being in eternity with the Heavenly Father. So ultimately, we are never defeated by any of those challenges. Now, of course, when we have an issue that comes up, whether it's on the roadway uh, or in the hospital bed or with uh, a family argument or whatever it might be, in those in-between times, when a struggle comes in those in-between times, our natural response, whether we yell it out or just yell it in our gut, is help, help me. Even if we're the toughest person out there and we, we pretend we can kind of endure anything. There's still a little voice in us that's saying, help, I need help. Uh, That's a natural response. We all have that. And so the question is, where does our help come from? And that's what we hear from the psalmist right at the beginning. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? Now, many of us, when we read this psalm, we uh, we look at this beautiful language of, I look to the hills. I love mountains. I love uh, the Black Hills. I uh, love being in those settings. And there are times when we think uh, there are people who look to nature uh, for their answer. Uh, they look to uh, kind of the, the physical world out there to somehow bring them peace I think I can subtly do that sometimes, but for the most part, when I look to nature, what it does is it reflects God back to me. So in my perspective, I'm seeing God in that. So maybe the psalmist is thinking that. I look to the hills, I see the beauty around me, and that reminds me of the Lord, But very possibly and probably very likely what is meant by this psalmist is there were obviously times when you're traveling between the hills and if you would look up in those ancient times, uh, there, uh, the culture was, was laden and riddled with a number of pagan religions. And so if you were to look up to the hills, what you might see silhouetted, uh, or you might see just physically present there is different, uh, different images, different uh, things that would represent uh, other gods and people worshiping other gods. Uh, for example, the god of Baal, 
Um, and there would be incantations and people trying to promise this answer. There might be a moon priestess or a, a, a sun priest, a sun god that would, would be providing you the answer to your problem. That would be your help. And so the psalmist is saying, uh, I look to the hills from where does my help come from? When the problems come and we're asking for help, we're looking for an answer. We want some help. And one option was to go to the other gods, was to go to the other answers out there. Now, most of us don't do that, but we might be tempted to look at some of the gods of our age, the material things in our life. Uh, maybe if I just had a, had a, an extra $100,000, um, maybe that, but that particular relationship is going to fulfill everything for me. There's, uh, maybe that particular drug is going to provide all the answers. And there's certainly nothing wrong with thinking that just like the, the, the person who's looking up into the hills might say, Oh, I wonder if they would have the answer for my problem. Instead, there, we, there's a realization that no, those things don't provide the ultimate answer. And even the psalmist, uh, when he talks about our God will not slumber or sleep, guess what? The priests and priestess of the pagan religions would have to actually go wake up Baal, uh, the God of Baal, and say, you know what? You got to get up and help us here. Well, our God never sleeps or slumbers. He watches over us, just like the psalmist says, at all times. So even when we are in the midst of trouble, we can be assured. And that's really what the psalmist is calling us to, is to remember that God never sleeps, never slumbers, is always watching over us, and is with us, is present by the power of his Holy Spirit with us at all times. And we don't know exactly how he's going to give us strength, whether it'll be something that he just infuses into our very lives and lifts us up uh, supernaturally or spiritually, or whether he brings a, a friend or someone in right at the right time, whatever it might be. But we won't ultimately stumble. And if some issue takes our life, we still don't stumble. We still don't uh, uh, get sideswiped because what we have is eternity to look towards. So it's a perspective in which we approach our journeys each day. Every time you get up in the morning, you're going to have a journey from that time of waking up to the time you go to bed. And in that journey, where will your, your help come from? The psalmist reminds us that it comes from the Lord. Let me read the psalm one more time, and this time I'm going to do it from Eugene's paraphrase uh, of in, called The Message. I look up to the mountains. Does my strength come from the mountains? No. My strength comes from God, who made heaven and earth and mountains. He won't let you stumble. Your guardian God won't fall asleep, not on your life. Israel's guardian will never doze or sleep. God's your guardian, right at your side to protect you, shielding you from sunstroke, sheltering you from moonstroke, 
God guards you from every evil. He guards your very life. He guards you when you leave and when you return. He guards you now. He guards you always. Uh, know that you're in his hands. Well, hey, this has been great to be with you. Uh, feel free to go back and listen to past podcasts uh, or future ones that will be coming out because uh, we're happy to be with you and to inject just a little bit of inspiration into your day. Take care.